amazing. It boggles the mind about how fast technology develops and what you think now is the latest and greatest a month later. Well, now there's something even better than that. You're listening to the Grow Clinton Podcast. Grow Clinton is a 501c6 nonprofit economic community development and tourism organization based in Clinton, Iowa. For more information, visit growclinton.com. Again, that's growclinton.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Clinton Podcast brought to you by Miles Communications. They are powering our podcast with their high-speed fiber internet. It is fast, it is affordable, and it is reliable. Miles Telephone brings high-speed internet television and telephone service to the Miles, Iowa, and the surrounding communities to include uh, Clinton and Comanche and all over the place. So they are powering the Grow Clinton podcast. We want to thank them so much for their continued sponsorship and investment in our community. This is episode number 15. I said 13 Whoa. last time. I skipped one. This is 15, Jenny. Wow. Are you as excited as I am? Oh, my gosh. I couldn't be more excited. I know. Today, we have a very special guest with us. So, Laurie Mangler, what is your official title at the bank? I'm the Marketing and Business Development Officer. Marketing and Business Development Officer over at Clinton National Bank. She's joining us today for episode 15 of the Grow Clinton Podcast. Larie, thank you so much for joining us on this show. Sure, my pleasure. So tell us a little bit about the history of Clinton National Bank. You've been around for, not you personally. Thank you for that. <laughs> not you personally. <laughs> Almost, but, the, but not quite. But the institution has been around for a very long time. Give us some of the history of Clinton National Bank and what it means to be in our Clinton community. Sure. So we were founded in 1865 by three gentlemen. W.J. Young, whose uh, great-great-granddaughter continues to serve as one of our board of directors. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Also, William Cohn and Chansey Lamb. So if you remember years ago, we used to have Jane Lamb Hospital. Yes. That was part of that family. And then Cohen Field. I remember. That's that family. Wow. So back in 1865, to give you some perspective, uh, that was also the year President uh, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Yes. And so the day that basically the announcement was made of the bank opening, they also had uh, the article about the president being assassinated. Oh, so unbelievable. We, unfortunately, I know, went to page two rather than oh. the front page. The president took uh, precedent over yeah. us. I don't get it. But yeah, kind of a um, big deal. Yeah. So anyway, our very first office was on 1st Street and 2nd Street, kind of right across from the river. Oh, okay. Just a small little building there, no, you know, trace of it any longer. And then as the bank bank continued to grow, they then moved to, uh, constructed a bigger location, and that was on 2nd Street and 6th Avenue South. Uh, years and years ago, uh, there was a, I want to say a two or three story building. Yes. It was Oval Leary's Pub. A lot yes. of people frequented that. It was a popular place to wet your whistle. Mm -hmm. And so that was our second location. Yeah. And then ultimately, we then built what is now the main bank, still on 6th Avenue South, but kind of between 2nd and 3rd Street. 
So Clinton National Bank has a very strong tradition of helping businesses and individuals grow. We do. So tell us a little about some of the programs that you offer. Uh, what does banking look like in 2024? Sure. Well, um, we continue to have the bricks and mortar. You know, we have nine locations where people can physically go to the bank and talk to the people that they enjoy and feel comfortable with. But really today, banks all over the country and world do so much when it comes to digital banking. And so if you want to do all of your banking and the comfort of your own home or office, you can do it through your phone or your computer, uh, your watch. And so the growth of mobile banking has been just astonishing and uh, continues to develop. Uh, we just, um, gosh, about a month ago, introduced the new touchless debit cards where you just kind of take it up and click it next to a Those machine. Those are cool. They're they are easy. Cool. They're almost too easy. I know. Yeah. It doesn't oh, yeah. even feel like you're spending money. That's yeah. how easy too it is. Too easy. <laughs> I agree with and you. And you know what, though? Clinton National Bank, maybe I'm wrong, but I remember you guys were kind of for leading the pack and first in the city to have an ATM. We were. Uh -huh. We were the very first I remember that. bank to have an ATM uh, machine. And the card that went with it was called the Gold Anytime I Card. I remember. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was back in the late 70s. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was Don't something. Don't date yourself, Jenny. I know. No, uh -oh. I was there. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Your mother was carrying you as no. a baby. Oh, no, yeah. no. Yes. Yeah. No, I just remember that's the truth. I mean, it was right in the lobby of the bank. Yep. And um, also technology, you had the monitors across the street that people could see the teller. That yep. was pretty high tech back then. So yep. they're always on the cutting edge. Well, we try to be. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. It boggles the mind about how fast technology develops and what you think now is the latest and greatest a month later. Well, now there's something even better than that. And I think, um, unfortunately, because there's so much, um, I'll say, cybercrime mm -hmm. that takes place, banks and many businesses just have to stay one step ahead to try to fight those, you know, bad people that are doing, yeah. you know, bad things. And, and you so, guys are probably doing that constantly. Constant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have a whole department that works on that type of thing. Wow. And, you know, some of you may have found from your own debit cards or credit cards that you get a warning if it looks like a transaction went right. through mm -hmm. that was from outside of the area or contrary to what you typically do in the way of spending. And you'll get a warning that says, did you authorize this? Yeah. And so yeah. those things are handy. I got a warning one time. Uh, it was a fraudulent charge at a liquor store. So nobody was really concerned at first <laughs> when they saw that I spent some money at a liquor store. Yeah. But what we found out was it was uh, in Italy yeah. and I was oh. in Clinton, Iowa. So yeah. wasn't me. So <laughs> Could have been, the, purchase, the purchase wasn't a big deal, the no. type of purchase, but where it occurred was a big deal. Well, so. see, I think people, you know, sometimes if you're out and you're doing a lot of spending or something and you get you know, decline because you're past your limit or whatever, you can complain about that. But think if it was fraud, right. and, you know, if it were fraud and right. you had to deal with that. So I always appreciate all the safeguards oh, yeah. that you take. Yeah, it's very helpful, very yeah. convenient, and just makes you feel like you're dealing with a safe, sound, and secure bank that wants to take care of that right. kind of thing. Andy, you had a question about, you know, what do we do today for businesses? And we have, uh, gosh, a whole commercial loan department that is... Uh, consists of several different lenders. Jason Wheat is on your board, I know. Yeah. And um, Rich Klon, you probably know Rich, and yep. several other lenders out in the northern markets. Mm -hmm. But they look forward to working with businesses to try to help them be successful. 
Uh, if a new business is just kind of percolating and an owner has big ideas, you know, we look forward to talking with those owners, try to help them make sure they have a cohesive business plan. They understand about marketing. They understand about budgeting. They've done some market analysis. They know what the competition is doing. So we work with them so that they understand, you know, what lies ahead because we want them to be successful and we're happy to be their partner to success. What I like about Clinton National Bank is that you can go in there and the people who are that you just mentioned, they're either people you've grown up with mm-hmm. or they're people your kids have grown up with. Yeah. So I mean, you know who they are. When you go Rich Klein, I know Rich Klein. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yep. pretty cool to go in and have your neighbor in there. Yeah. Working nice. trust. You know, nice. I try to know all the bankers in town. That's smart. my goal. That's, that's smart. Goal. That's good. All Very the bankers, good. all the attorneys, bail bondsmen aren't really a thing anymore, are they? Why are you asking me? I don't know. I don't know. But you have other programs too. One that I'm uh, very excited about because my little girl has an account mm-hmm. there, but the Thumb Buddy yeah. program. So th- my goodness, that was started about 30 years ago. Uh, it's for kids to try to help them understand the importance of saving money. And we reward them every time they make a deposit. And then with these little reward coupons they get, they can then turn them in for cool things, uh, whether it's little doodads or flashlights or um, just different toys that kids like today. Or the parents always like getting like the free gift cards to McDonald's, that kind of thing. Uh, And then normally we have several activities during the year for them. They're usually um, fun things that they like. They're free movies, swimming parties, bowling parties, things like that, that they can enjoy. I like it because the my kids did that too. And they start young and they kind of just don't get it, but they'll, you know, you're telling them, put so much away but by the time they get into middle school and it gets serious because yeah. then they really start saving and they get to see it and i like you know the fact that they can see it build and yeah they get to the point where yeah. they don't want to take anything out of there so yeah. when her account at two looks better than mine yeah at right two that's when you know you have some problems there you go so what other things are you active in not just yourself but i mean we see members or excuse me employees from the bank all over the place, involved in civic groups, Kiwanis, Rotary. It's very important to Clinton National Bank to give back to the community, correct? It is. Yes, it is. Again, because we've been around for so long, uh, we'll have our 160th anniversary wow. in 2025. So, I mean, it's probably safe to say that we're in most every organization and club that you know, is around in the Clinton area. And people take leadership roles in those and want to try to make a difference, make them stronger. And we're happy to do that because the area has been so good to us over the years. We want to give back and try to help make those organizations, you know, be all that they can be. Well, and you're always yeah. up for something too. I mean, Synergy Kids from Clinton High School yeah. were interested in a mural program yeah. and Clinton National Bank you know, jumped right in and said, sure, now you have a beautiful mural back there. But I really uh, admired that. You know, the kids came to you and you said yes, and that was, it's nice. Yeah, thank you. And we try to support the different groups. And Mm -hmm. um, within the marketing budget, I guess one of the goals that I always have is to, now when I say this, then my phone will be ringing off the hook Mm -hmm. tomorrow. But generally, if someone has a request, I try to honor it and um, give them a little something. And um, perhaps I can't do it at the highest level, but we try to help everyone who has a need and a a cause that we believe in. 
Yeah. Nice. Very good. So kind of in the same vein of helping businesses, you're very familiar with Grow Clinton. We have a laser focus on entrepreneurial development. Um, You offered some tips and tactics here for people that are aspiring or existing entrepreneurs. The first thing you said was develop a plan, especially when you're coming for financial assistance. How important is it to have a business plan? Yeah, that's probably the most important thing right off the bat. If you're meeting with a lender, uh, great people, very friendly, very helpful, but they want to know that you've put some thought into this and that you've really, uh, on paper, kind of documented what your goals are, what you expect your budget to be, what your anticipated growth might be in those first couple years. Uh, Again, is there competition out there that you're going to have to concern yourself with? And then how are you going to market your business? So if you put those elements into it, uh, it doesn't have to be real fancy, but just indicates you've really thought this through. And it's not something you got to brainstorm as you were dreaming in the middle of the night. It's something that you've really, you know, put uh, thought and... um, are prepared to yeah. have us give you some money. Here at Grow Clinton, we have a weekly article that comes out in the Clinton Herald, and it is my week to write that article. And I was trying to think about what I was going to author. And I read a lot of books specifically on marketing and business development. And I think just through this conversation, I know what I'm going to write about. Wow. So you saved me, Larry. You well, saved good. me. Good. Inspiration. Was having, I was having some writer's block. You also said to look to people who inspire you and notice the aspects you admire most about them and then strive to incorporate some of those aspects into your own style. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? I would just say over the years, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of great people uh, in organizations and in other places that I've worked. And, you know, everybody's unique. Everybody has their own style. And I've just been able to admire many qualities in other people and, you know, think, I'm going to try to be more like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't lose your sense of who you are. But if there's some elements that you really, you know, are fond of or appreciate, you know, there's nothing wrong with copying. Well, I'm right. It's the best form of flattery, right? And it shows that uh, Lurie's always up for supporting other people because you can be competitive or you can be supportive. And when you do something like that, you're supportive. Yeah. You like something in someone else. You also wrote here, do a good job of telling your business's story. And we talk about this constantly in these walls of Grow Clinton as businesses they come to us. We always ask them, what's your story? What makes you unique? So I think that's a great aspect of business development is being able to not only to identify that, that like your selling proposition or what you're going to say for your pitch, but also be able to integrate the story and what makes you human about owning a business. And I'm sure that's important to lenders as well. Yeah, that's true. I wanted to say one other little thing about um, one of the programs that we have at the bank. You mentioned the Thumbody Club. On the other end of the spectrum, we also have what's called the Primetime Club, and that's for folks that are 50 and over. And we invite them to attend activities and uh, go on trips. And generally, it's that group of people that can get away. And uh, each year, we do a nice big trip. And that's been a lot of fun over the years. This May coming up, we're doing a Mediterranean cruise. And so we have a lot of, I think we have 52 people going. You can't go. (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm there. I can go. (laughs) So so that's a great program at the bank, and um, that's really increased in popularity as the years have gone by, and we have a lot of just wonderful people who travel with us, and they've become good friends, and... um, it's, it's a nice aspect at the bank. Well, how many people can say that through their businesses that y- your customers become your friends like that, yeah. that you know for years? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. 
So again, we're interviewing Laree Mangler from Clinton National Bank. The last thing you wrote here, because we always like to ask our guests if they can share a favorite quote or book title. Uh, you shared a quote and you said, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I find that to be very true. Absolutely. So always be passionate about what you do. Again, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I don't feel like this is work. We're doing a no. really cool podcast it's a lot here. Of fun, yeah. Yep. So, Laurie, thank you so much for being on our show. Jenny, have a great rest of your week. You too. We have some more guests coming up. Yeah. Just as a teaser, coming up, we'll be talking to Bill Mashevitz from Clinton Community School District, who runs a synergy program. We got one of my favorite people of all time, Gabriela oh Torres, also known as Gabby Torres, coming up. Uh, she's a tremendous artist, and she's going to talk to us about the Paint It Back art and business program that she's putting together, the nonprofit. I love it. Andy Green, mm -hmm. the most infectious laugh in the oh, city of Clinton. Happiest guy I know. Yeah, he'll, he's from the United Way of Clinton County. He'll be coming up on the show. And also, Chris Streets <laughs> of 94.7 <laughs> Mac FM. And I'm just going to say, he better behave himself. That's when he is on this podcast. We may need to hire some security. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I love that guy. I do too. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of the Grow Clinton Podcast. Be sure to check us out. We're live on Facebook and LinkedIn with every live broadcast of the show, but you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be iTunes, Buzzsprout, all sorts of places now you can get podcasts and download them. iHeartRadio. Check us out. Continue to follow us. If you're interested in Grow Clinton, again, we are a 501c6 nonprofit organization based right here in Clinton, Iowa. And you want to learn about how you can invest in our organization to become a member, hit us up online at growclinton.com or you can just come on into the office. We're here at 721 South 2nd Street in Clinton. My name's Andy and I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Grow Clinton podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on all your socials. Until next time, see ya.